Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. So, how many of you have ever heard of Jeremiah Cottle? Have you heard that name before, Kim St. Ange? I'll no. Bet, I'll bet you have not, but gun enthusiasts would know who he is. Uh, he is the guy who invented the bump stock. He went basically from food stamps to being a millionaire when he invented this thing because it was very popular among sports enthusiasts, right? It's simply um, a replacement stock for a semi-automatic rifle that had a spring in it, basically, so that when the recoil hit, it would pull your finger back again if you left your finger on the trigger, and it would make the gun rapid fire, effectively. But it doesn't didn't change the mechanics of the gun. It's just an accessory you could buy for the gun. It got banned by the ATF, and now the United States Supreme Court is weighing whether or not the, the ATF has the authority to do what it did. And we've got Michael Hammond with us this morning uh, from Gun Owners of America. If you ban them in the future, the bullets will have been shot and there won't be any more available. So you don't shoot deer with a bullet that size. If you do, you could cook it at the same time. Put that double barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. That is without a doubt the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is 2A Tuesday. Brought to you by the Range St. Louis West. All right, uh, Michael Hammond, welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you? Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, good Good to have you back. I, I see the Supreme Court is is weighing in on this bump stock issue. Somebody Tomorrow. sued over it, right? And now it's finally yeah. made its way up to the Supreme Court. Yes, yeah, so it's going to hear it tomorrow. So uh, your listeners may be thinking, well... I don't have a bump stock. I don't know what a bump stock is. Why should I care? Well, uh, you should care for a number of reasons. The first is that a bump stock is nothing but a piece of plastic and foam rubber, which BATF is trying to say is a machine gun. Now, if BATF succeeds in saying plastic and foam rubber is a machine gun, then we're in Alice in Wonderland. Uh, at any point, uh, BATF can define anything in any way. Uh, the second reason you should care is because a belt uh, will do the same thing to a firearm. Uh, they have, uh, by and large, removed the spring in order to make it a 
semi-automatic as opposed to a full automatic. And so a belt can perform the same function. So if the uh, BATF is successful in saying a piece of plastic and foam rubber is a machine gun, then a belt is a machine gun as well. Uh, the th- a third reason is because if the uh, bump stock is a machine gun because it makes a semi-automatic fire faster, although it doesn't make it fire automatically, it makes it fire faster than the semi-automatic is a machine gun as well. And we're just waiting for the second foot to fall and for BATF to say, yeah, well, guess what? Uh, The semi-automatic is banned because it's a machine gun. So, so the is the argument here basically that they've overstepped their bounds by making these decisions because it it goes further than the National Firearms Act. So, in other words, Congress might be able to act on this, but the ATF cannot independently. Yeah, the Congress has said that a machine gun is a gun that fires more than one round and a single function of a trigger. Uh, bump stock doesn't make a semi-auto do that. It makes it fire faster, but it doesn't make it fire automatically. So if we enter this Alice in Wonderland of uh, basically uh, the guns are what BATF says they are, then at this point, all bets are off. So so what's the logical next step then? I mean, if, if, if the court rules that that we are correct, and the ATF did not have the authority to do this. What other decisions by the ATF fall by the side? Maybe the bump stuff, the uh, uh, arm brace, the pistol brace? Yeah, others? the pistol yeah. brace. The pistol brace uh, rule will definitely uh, will definitely go the way of the bump stock because uh, BATF is trying to argue that a pistol brace turns a semi-automatic into a short-barreled shotgun. So uh, the pistol brace rule will go the way of the dodo. And uh, similarly, a lot of other uh, gun rulings, which the lower courts have issued, will uh, disappear as well. Yeah, you know, it was one of the decisions uh, that I disagreed with uh, strongly by President Trump. I mean, he's, he's the one that kind of pushed for this, right? Yeah, well, uh, we, yeah, uh, President Trump uh, okayed it after a uh, hor- horrific shooting in Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, bad facts make bad law. And it did so in this case as well. And uh, I went to the Associated Press and I made the statement, which was published by the Associated Press, that uh, the president who said he was uh, the Second Amendment's best friend has become the gun grabber in chief yeah. uh, with respect to this decision. Uh, you know, we're, we're not all we're not perfect. Uh, none of us is perfect. And it was a mistake Trump made. And I'm hopeful that if he is reelected, he's not going to make a similar mistake again. Well, I would agree. Michael Hammond, my guest, legislative counsel with Gun Owners of America. You know, I, I know gun owners um, tried to petition the U.S. Supreme Court over this New York Concealed Carry Improvement Act, an oddly yes. named act. Uh, did, the, did the Supreme Court agree to hear that or not? 
Well, uh, the uh, uh, we have uh, filed our petition. Uh, to my knowledge, the Supreme Court has not yet acted on it. Basically, what the uh, the Supreme Court held in Bruin that the whole series of New York statutes uh, governing guns were violative of the Second Amendment, and it included the right to carry. Uh, on the streets in order to protect yourself. And increasingly, as we see, uh, the uh, uh, carrying uh, guns on the street is increasingly necessary, particularly in New York City and particularly on the New York City subway. Uh, the New York responded, the state of New York responded to the Supreme Court's decision by saying, uh, we'll give you something to cry about my father used to say yeah. and uh, uh my father from kansas city used to say <laughs> and uh uh they passed something which was even more nasty more onerous and more anti-second amendment than the uh original statute which the supreme court has overturned well and specifically the state of new york said well you need a good moral character. You need an interview in order to get a carry license. And you can't carry uh, in virtually any place in New York. So uh, the uh, uh, New York did the same thing that Washington, D.C. said in re response to Heller, uh, the Heller case. And they said, we we're going to pass something even nastier and even more anti-Second Amendment well, than what you overturned. Let, and let's hope they yeah. get smacked down here uh, shortly. Uh, <laughs> well, I think I think they will. It, yeah. it, it, it's always a bad bet to say uh, the Supreme. Uh, we're going to. Uh, go against the Supreme Court. Yeah, uh, good. it's a good point. Uh, listen, I tell you what, Michael Hammond, always great having you on, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. Uh, in fact, uh, Michael went to school here at Washington University. Oh, reminds nice. Me, reminds me of that all the time. And he's the one up there leading the fight for gun owners of America in these cases in courts all across America. It's why I love getting his expertise uh, on the radio here. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.